0: Hello hello and welcome to episode 77 of caffeinated yogi talks today we're going to go over the idea of coachable are you coachable now this is not going to relate just to the fitness world so if that's what you automatically think whenever you hear the word coach hold the phone. Um, or at least continue listening, I should say, uh, cause we're going to dive into how this connects to pretty much every part of your life, because I truly think that we can be coached in every part of our life. Even if you are considered an expert in a field, you should still be coachable. So go grab yourself something that makes you smile. Maybe that's a warm, yummy cup of coffee. Now that we're in spring, maybe it's an iced coffee <laughs> and let's dive in. Hi there. Welcome to Caffeinated Yogi Talks. I'm your host, Danielle Collinsworth. Here, we will talk about all things yoga, both on and off the mat. Fitness, entrepreneurship, this crazy thing called life, and maybe a bit about coffee. So throw on your headphones, grab your favorite cup of gel or tea, if that's your fancy, and let's get chatting. All right, I know I just said that this is not necessarily going to relate to the direct you are looking for a one-on-one coach. However, because the title is Coachable... I just wanted to remind you that all of my one on one programming, everything from strength, mobility to nutrition, is always on sale. Peep the show notes for you listening to the podcast. You always get a little bit of a discount. So please peep that. Uh, message me with any questions at caffeinated yogi talks or at the caffeinated yogi co on Instagram. I am happy to assist. So before I dive into Some tips that I have for being more coachable, and again, in all avenues of life, if you will, I want us to first understand or get our mindset right. Anytime, if we are talking about being coachable, that means that we are looking for change or growth. And in order to get there, we first have to be aware. Once we build awareness, we will then adjust, move, etc. with intention, and then take action. More times than not, we go straight to the action. We go straight to the, my coach just said that I need to stand more. So I am standing more. Now, yay for you for quote unquote, understanding the assignment. But is that going to have the long-term effect? My guess is most likely not. Because if you're not aware why you have to stand more, then you're just gonna be like, man, well, my coach said that I need to stand more, but now my feet are hurting. So I don't really think they thought too far into this. Maybe I need new shoes, maybe something else. Maybe the shoes is the issue and if I fix the shoes, I then don't have to stand. Maybe I, I just kind of suck at standing. They don't know that I have really shitty posture, all these things. And instead, it's not necessarily that you have built the proper understanding to the first two steps. You're not aware as to why you need to stand more and maybe you're not standing with the proper intention. Are you standing there looking like the hunchback in Notre Dame? If so, then yeah, the action is going to fail. All right, so we have three steps. Awareness first, intention second, and then action will come last. Let the action be the third thing. All right, now I'm going to move on to roughly, I think it's nine or so tips. Um, Some of these in the beginning, I'm going to move a little faster through because I think, I mean, it's important for me to mention it, but like number one, for example, listen to the coach. (laughs) And I literally felt stupid writing that out, listen to the coach, but it's true, right? If you don't listen to the coach, how is the thing going to, how, how are changes going to happen, okay? So number one, no matter what avenue we're talking about, again, this does not have to relate to something like health or wellness, listen to the coach first. Number two, at first I put, Find a coach that wants the best for you. And then I put, remember the coach wants the best for you. And then I decide to combine the two. (laughs) You first want to really find a coach that has your intentions in their heart. There are a lot of coaches out there that, sorry, not sorry, sadly to say, they just want to soak up your money. And if you basically look at what is it that you're providing me, if you see that somebody else provides you with. Way more goodness that you're looking for, and it's roughly within the same price point. Then, I mean, go go for the best bang for buck, right? So, I could pick on me as a nutrition coach. I do twice a week check ins. Um, I have time for you to schedule meetings with me in person if you live nearby or on the phone. Uh, I provide feedback regularly, etc. As compared to somebody that just said, "I email you once a week," or "Here is your plan." And they just like let you go, right? If we're, let's say, $100 off in pricing, I hope you can then see the value of having more communication rather than less kind of a thing. So remember that, or it is potentially, that you have a coach that wants the best for you, but also find a coach that wants the best for you. Somebody that is giving you more of their time or giving you more resources is probably somebody that has more heart in the game, if you will. And number three, another quick one. Don't be afraid to ask questions. The amount of times whenever I specifically as a coach, I work with somebody and let's say we talk for 30 minutes. I give them tons of tips, tricks, etc. And I'm telling them, let's again relate this to nutrition. I gave them ideas as to how to consume more protein for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks. And the entire time they're writing down notes, they're bright-eyed, they're smiling, they're shaking their head yes... And then I talk with them, let's say a week, two weeks later, a short time frame, And they're like, yeah, I don't really know how to get my protein in a breakfast. I'm like, okay. Uh, did any of the stuff that we talked about last time work? Like, did you give it an honest try? Did you not? It's okay if you didn't. I'm just asking. Um, what were the ones that you said before? And they're like, they're just dumb, you know. Like I hate to say dumbfounded. I'm, I'm sorry. Like I'm not trying to sound like an asshole here, but I'm, I'm going under the assumption of I'm going to assume that they listened, but that they didn't maybe understand what it was that I was saying. They didn't ask a question whenever we were meeting before. They just sat there and wrote down a ton of notes, and then probably felt really overwhelmed. And we didn't make any progress. Right? Ask questions. Ask for clarification. Coaches can provide you with specific details on why you are failing just as much as what adjustments do you need to move forward, right? So ask questions. This one I know is going to pull at some heartstrings, but uh, don't make excuses, guys. Don't make excuses. Um, We all have 24 hours in one day, and I know you've heard that phrase multiple times, but I am going to pick on myself for moving a mile a day every single day. Is that me going to the gym? No. Is that me running every day? No. Did I do it whenever I had COVID? Yes. Did I do it whenever it was raining like sideways? Yes. Did I do it on my wedding day? Yes. Why? Because I didn't make an excuse. I found something that for me is a habit that I know I can maintain even on days that I don't want to. And for some, they might not have a goal of doing something every single day. You don't have to have that. I'm the one that came up with this stupid thing. <laughs> uh, you can have your own goals, right? But stop making the excuses. I understand that you can be a mom of three kids and for you, working out is hard. And you are probably saying well I have to get this daughter to volleyball. I have to bring my son to his book club and my other daughter is starting her first job. She doesn't necessarily have her own car yet. We're hoping to get it next month but I'm having to drive her there. So my schedule is just all over the place I do not have time to work out. I only have time to work out once a week, so I don't have time to work out. You do not know how many times I have heard that sentence. I, do, I only have time for this, so I don't have time to work out. Like we view it all as the, I have to work out every single day. And maybe it's because you hear of small little goals, like mine of moving a mile every day. If you can work out once a, once a week, then cool, do that. Because that's better than zero, Right. Also, can your workout be 10 minutes? Do you have 10 minutes in your day? Because that's awesome. Do that. I'm not saying that you maybe even have 10 minutes every uh, five days of the week, but do you have 10 minutes three days of the week? And if you don't know how to formulate a 10-minute workout, then contact a coach. See how they can help you. See what services they provide. Don't make excuses. There is always a way. I am sorry. There is always a way. Even whenever it comes to something that seems impossible, like for me, opening up a yoga studio, guess what guys, it took me over four years, four years from when I quit my job to whenever I opened the studio. I thought it was going to happen in the same calendar year. I guess it's more than four years, uh, 18, 19, 20, 21, I guess uh, four and a half, I think. Yeah, four and a half. So, okay, four. Um, And yes, I did just count on my fingers. Does anybody else do that whenever they're counting years? (laughs) Um, I thought that I was going to open up the yoga studio in the year of 2017. And I did that. Definitely did that. We were in 2021 whenever it opened. So take that as you will. I could have made up several excuses for why I was not going to open the studio or why it did not work. The times whenever I did make excuses were the times that I fell farther behind. So let that sink in. All right, up next, number five. Check your ego. Check your motherfucking ego. (laughs) Nothing will hinder your coachability like anything than your damn ego. So let's think of it this way. Um, you go to the dentist because you know that something is bothering your tooth. You're not quite sure what it is, but something's bothering it. Now, then you get there, though, and the dentist is going to tell you, well, this tooth does have a cavity, and you just sit there and say, no, it doesn't. I I don't have cavities. The dentist is like, well, you're having pain from this, right? Maybe they push on the tooth. Yes, Does this hurt? Yes. Does this hurt? Yes. I can also see the cavity itself. And you just sit there and say, no, I don't have cavities. Because like to you, it's like having a cavity is a bad thing, right? That makes it to where the the doctors then like, well, I mean, the only thing I can help you with is with this cavity. I'm sorry. Tell me right now. do Do you want me to help you or do you not want me to help you? And that's it. Let's also understand, too, that change happens. So, for example, whenever we go into the fitness world, there are certain things that will change over time. Now, yes, a squat is still a squat. A deadlift is still a deadlift. But the industry itself will change. Processes might change. So maybe you do now have some online programming, and that is not a direct one-on-one in-person coach, but that's because coaches are slowly now becoming more valued people are understanding the benefit to working with a coach and they're finally actually making more than like what you would as a full-time employee at McDonald's which they deserve so understand that things will change and a process might even change I have definitely uh if anything as I've furthered my education as I have been in a state where I am coachable I have then come to terms with how I can move or say things differently to help my body or to help coach others so that they're moving their body more efficiently, right? Check your ego. You do not know it all. And even if you are uh, more of the expert in the field at hand, there is somebody that knows more than you. So check your ego. All right, continuing on to number six, which kind of just ties into how I ended this last one with our ego. Be willing to learn from more experienced people. So, especially when, let's say, yoga teachers, um, I have been teaching for a decade and Knowing that there might be a teacher who is super good at what they do. I love their classes. They, are fa- they, they guide the room well. They have a lot of confidence. Their classes are fun. Uh, they are creative. All these things. Um, they would still potentially be able to learn from somebody that is just more experienced. So let's say, and this is actually a very true story... That uh, at the end of the class, you as the teacher see that somebody is um, moving body parts around to bring pleasure to themselves. Yes, you've heard this correctly. This has happened to me, not like as I was teaching, this was in my room. So if you are a new teacher, you might learn from an experienced teacher as to what to do whenever those things happen. Um, it's not pleasant. It's, uh, but my, my point is, is that you're, you're going to learn from the experience, right? Even though me as the one with more tenure, if you will, I, um, I, I love your classes. You will still learn certain things from me as the experienced person. I will still learn things from you because you're good at what you freaking do. But no matter what, time is something that is valuable, period. And it's also hard to get there. It's hard to get yourself to the point where I have 10 years experience in this. But whenever you are there, say it with confidence. I have 10 years experience in this. So that somebody then maybe looks to you as the coach in whatever field you're in. And vice versa. Maybe then you can start to... uh, confidently advertise yourself with that number attached to you because that's something you should be proud of that is a good accomplishment all right continue on to number seven seek constructive criticism on your own I think this one is really important and what I mean by this is let's say again me I'm a 10-year yoga teacher there's somebody that's a one-year yoga teacher All right, and I kind of lied to you in the beginning, I guess, because I'm going into my last one, which is number seven. I think it's a good one to kind of loop everything together, similar to how we started, and it is to change your behavior. Pretending you agree with coaches in order to, let's say, stop a critique is a common way to sabotage that coachability that we're searching for. You're going to hinder your progression. You're going to put a halt to your potential. Attitude is a key factor in the process of changing behaviors. And no matter what type of coaching we are talking about, a life coach, um, you're looking for a nutrition coach, you are looking to be a coach, you're a fitness coach, you're a finance coach, any of these things. If you go in with something that is a single mindset. Like, I, I only envision me to move on this street. I am not allowed to turn right. I'm not allowed to turn left. I'm only going in this upward motion, period. If you have just these little, like, blindfolders on, then you're setting yourself up for failure before you have even truly started. Being coachable means you must be open-minded, committed to more of the growth mindset, and be comfortable with breaking old habits. There are going to be things that a coach is going to say, this is what's holding you back, period. This piece right here. And you're just like, nope, nope. Everything else he said is right, but this one, no, you're wrong. Now, there's a difference to say, this is maybe more of my mission. This is what I stand for. So for me in particular, talking about the yoga studio, um, I have a space that is more of a community space. And some might say, this is the part that is bringing you down. You could uh, have more growth without it. I would then say, wrong. This is where if somebody was to ask me, uh, how is Sky Summit Yoga Company different? I would say because we have yoga off of the mat. Because we are community-based off of the yoga mat. That's what makes us different. That's what makes us different. And uh, instead, instead of me just saying direct no though, what I would say is, well, that's actually part of our mission, but do you have maybe ideas as to how I can utilize this better? Do you have ideas for how I can create, evolve, make changes to our yoga off the mat. Does that make sense? Like I'm basically saying, this is still me. I I need me, but I'm still willing for changes here, right? So some questions to maybe ask yourself if you are looking to grow in certain ways and maybe you are looking with a direct coach or if you are just, you know, talking to a good few people or you are searching shit online, whatever it may be, if you are open, then you are coachable. If you are trying to talk more than what you listen, you're showing signs that you are not coachable. If you are never asking for feedback from anybody, then you're not coachable. If you are able to see more in the future, develop the growth mindset, and see the steps moving forward, that is then giving you more of the coachable mindset. Overall, I hate to say it, we all have both. Some of us are going to be better in the coachable realm, some of us are not. That is life. That is what it is. We are all made differently physically and especially mentally. So don't get beat up on yourself if anything I said ruffled some feathers. Uh, Kudos to you. If some things I said you were like, yeah, I I confidently know that I do this well. Cool. Kudos to you. Keep freaking doing it. Because we all have space to grow. We all have room to develop new habits and ways to probably... Dust off some of the old bad habits. But we have to have that coachable hat on in order for that to happen. And remember how we started. We have to first be aware. Then focus on the intention. And last, take action. Action should be last. I hope you found some value here. If you did, please remember to go to the show, give it a five star review, maybe take a screenshot of what you're listening to, share it to your Instagram story. Again, it's at Caffeinated Yogi Talks or at the Caffeinated Yogi Co. Uh, that is simply a way for more people to peep the show. And until next time, until next Tuesday, namaste and sleigh boo thing.